episode of Bus Talks, I get chatting with my friends from Brunei who are also fellow coaches. So join us. Hi, welcome to Bus Talks and today joining me is nobody because uh, apparently everybody's busy from the uh, Christmas period. Eh? So uh, I managed to wrangle some friends to join me. Uh, they're very interesting people because I didn't meet them in the local scene. I met them while I was overseas. Today's episode, as I mentioned, will be a Bruneian special. And joining me today are my Brunei coaching friends, uh, Eddie and Izzat. Welcome, guys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, first of all, uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, yeah, is, uh, is, is that first? Is that? Is that first? Eh? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm doing great actually. Um, just gaining some muscles. Muscles, <laughs> 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 but yeah, all good actually. Uh, nothing much. Uh, how about yeah, Eddie? Yeah, pretty good also. Uh, enjoying the holidays, so I'm looking forward for no next year. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, I I have to ask. Uh, how how's the situation in Brunei with regards to COVID? I think is that can. Uh, I think is that can answer oh, first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, I think uh for COVID situation in Brunei in football uh, we only allowed uh with only fifteen players uh but only training purpose. So there's no. There's no friendly match. There's no uh, sparring match or anything like that, lah. Right now, so we're still waiting for another escalation for that. Yeah, for, but yeah, for the COVID itself, maybe AD can answer that. Berapa AD? Tinggal uh, berapa I, yang? I think now there's zero zero. We have zero cases for two hundred days, and then we only have some few import cases where the uh, come to Brunei, expats come back, uh, come back to Brunei. So yeah, I think we've done pretty well, but still the border is still uh, closed, you know, only open for essential travelers. Hey, but you all don't have any like social distancing uh, or need to wear masks, right? We still we still reinforce it, but not not as the uh, previous uh, escalation. I think now is stage three, stage four. Oh. I'm not we still, but we still practice uh, social distancing. So if, for example, event uh, limited, like for example, if you go to a um, wedding event, you have to be uh, like not more than 250 and you must register to, uh, we have a special apps like every of the country now. We have, it calls uh, brew, help, brew Help apps that, so if you want to go to a restaurant, you have to scan in, scan out, so everything's for easy detection. Oh. Yeah, something. Okay, okay. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know Brunei had that. Based on my, <laughs> based on the photos that that I see of you guys, uh, it 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 seemed like life as as per normal, which is apparently not lah. You have your own uh system going on uh. Yeah, we 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 have the after few few months, couple of months after the after the pandemic, then. I think the government have done really well to create a system where early 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 detection where we can uh, control mm-hmm. the 
movement, public movement. So yeah, okay, okay. Uh, before this turns into a COVID report special, uh, overseas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why why not we get <laughs> we get each of you to introduce. Uh, okay, like for myself, I think some of my listeners will, would know by now that uh, I went overseas to get my coaching license. So I got my AFC C license uh, in Brunei, uh, and this is how I met these two these two gentlemen lah. Uh, I met Eddie because Eddie was uh, taking the AFC with me. We were supposed to have one more of our friend uh, Richard, uh, but apparently Richard's working working now. I think Richard working right Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so. Uh, he's yeah. working what, offshore, right? Yeah, yeah, offshore, offshore. Yeah, I remember, offshore. I remember. So, uh, hi, hi, Richard. Too bad you cannot join us. You're busy working. Hopefully, you can listen to this <laughs> offshore and you can share your friends. Uh. Uh, then, while Eddie and I were students, Izzat was our, uh, shall we say, mentor? Yeah, boleh lah. Boleh lah. Yeah. So, uh, before we get into uh, more more details, uh, Eddie, can you introduce yourself and then followed by uh, Is that like what what kind of coaching level are you guys at now? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm quite new in the coaching world. Uh, but my I'm, I'm a part time coach. My mm. full time job a teacher. So I joined the coaching course in 2016 with with you. I took my C then. If I'm not mistaken, I took my B in 2018. Then currently, this year, I'm still doing my uh, A. But due to the COVID uh, pandemic, we're still waiting for the second part to commence. So hopefully by next year, I can continue my A lessons. As for my uh, coaching experience, after I joined, uh, after I got my C lessons, I was lucky enough to being recruited into the FA, so I work with Coach Izad. I work with Coach Stefan. So I've I've gained uh, valuable knowledge from these these seniors. Then went to few AFC FF tournaments. Then now currently I'm an assistant coach for uh, Indra Sports Club in the Brunei Super League team. Ah, okay. That explains why you've yeah. been sharing in Indira SC uh, a couple of times. <laughs> uh. Yes, correct, correct, correct. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. How about Izzat, Izzat? Okay, um, for me, I started coaching since I was uh, 18 years old. So, it was in 2019. Uh, 2009, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and then, uh, I took my APC license in 2014 in Brunei. Uh, my instructor was Stefan Ng. And then 2016, if I'm not mistaken, I took my B. It was Stefan as well. Uh, in 2018, then I'll, I took my AFC A license in Maldives. Uh, I was the only uh, apa nama? foreigner lah that time. And 2019, last year, I I was appointed as a head coach of under 16 and under 19 for the AFF and AFC. And also, I'm now currently the FIFA AFC coach educator. So I took my FIFA coach educator in Thailand last year. Wow! Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but but you you were saying sorry. Uh no no. Uh so actually yeah the only at the moment in Brunei I'm the only FIFA coach educator lah. Uh AD is all uh, the upcoming uh coach educator as well from NFB itself lah. 
Hopefully, 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 candidates. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, you guys come a long, long way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, especially Eddie. That's like what every two years you take a new uh, AFC license, ah. Uh? Yeah, I was I was lucky because you know, um, I'm doing this all this is part time. So I was lucky that I was given the opportunity by Coach Stefan, by Coach Isa. Yeah. So I was very lucky that you know I learned a lot. Ah, uh, yeah. Don't so humble, lah, yes. Eddie. You were you yeah. were the top of our top of our cohort, you know. Um, You're the best student, lah. Best student, kan? <laughs> you, you know, football is different. You can be best at theory, but at the end of the day, you're still being judged in the practical side. So yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things to learn. So as long as you keep learning, there's there's uh, there's always ways to improve yourself. Uh, okay, okay. So uh, now, now that we've we've uh, heard their credentials and and your your coaching experience. Uh, of course, the first thing I want to ask, since Yiza also mentioned it uh, previously, right, that he was the only foreigner in uh, when he took his AFC's A at the Maldives. Uh, what was that experience like being the only foreigner there? Is there like pressure for you to perform or yeah, like how how did it um, feel? Yeah, it was actually the pressure is uh, different lah. Uh, I know. I think you you feel the same thing, like uh, you're from <laughs> Singapore and then you took in Brunei. So when I took my A license in Maldives, uh, the pressure was uh, so different because I was there for one month straight, and uh, I enjoyed the the place actually. <laughs> I enjoyed Maldives, <laughs> but the the course itself uh, it was challenging with the people there. Like, you know, I come from Brunei, so they. Apa nama they they look down on me lah. Serious? Yeah, they, they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the young, the youngest among all. So yep, they look down on me. Wait wait, can can, can we yeah. can we zoom in on the look down on you? Like like how? Okay, so on the first day, uh, <laughs> I'll just share a bit lah. Uh, a bit a bit, day, sure sure. Uh, uh, on the first day, I I was uh, I introduced myself. So the instructor asked me lah, where you from and all. And then I said I'm from Brunei. And then the, the instructor itself he say like, oh Brunei, uh, apa dah Brunei football? Go back home lah, like that. I'm like eh, you know. And then oh all the yeah, and all the participants was like, oh Brunei. Then they don't even talk to me and all. But then along the way, from the first day of the practical, then I you know, I being myself and all. What? And slowly they start to ask me questions. And winter guide and all. Oh my god, that yeah. that's so rude, eh? <laughs> yeah, but but that's life, you know. Like, at first impression, you know, lah, people like, oh, you're young and you don't know anything. But that that doesn't matter for me. On the field, like Eddie said, you can be best in theory, but practical is the key, lah. And then slowly they they put trust on me, and alhamdulillah, I was the one of the best student. As well, yeah. Itu dia. That's actually to to me that's actually quite surprising because uh yeah like like Izat said when I went over, uh I was the only Singaporean uh in in that AFC batch, 
so the pressure to perform definitely was was higher lah. Uh, but the the good thing is, uh, when I I went to Brunei, I got nothing but you know awesome hospitality from like Eddie and Isa, and they all were willing to guide. But for you to go to like Maldives and got people look down on you, that's actually quite quite tough, eh? Especially when it's your first few days. <laughs> You know, you know, just uh, being honest with you, uh, mm. uh, I, I think only the three of us are here right now. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, <laughs> it was it was really tough that I almost cried myself out because it's one month, <laughs> it's oh, one Asha. month, and everyone is looking down on me. So uh, yeah, it was it was really hard and tough, you know, being the youngest and all. It was really tough, lah. For sure, for sure. I mean, okay. Yeah. When when I if if since we're being quite honest, right? When I went to uh to take to do my coaching course, eh, there were a lot of people that actually uh looked down on uh Izat when when he was teaching us, you know, especially the first few days. Then most most of them look look at him like, who is this uh young chap trying to teach us how to coach? He probably don't even know, uh. A lot about football, lah. That was like, wow. That's a bit, that's a bit harsh, lah. I mean, he's clearly yeah. here for a reason. He's at least AFCB. We we all are still learning. Who are you to judge? But like you said, lah. This is this is life, and this is the comments that we hear in the coaching world, lah. Apparently, it doesn't matter whether it's in Singapore or it's in Brunei or it's in Maldives. I think it's just human nature, I guess. Correct. Correct. Yes. Correct. Correct. Ah. Actually, wherever we go, lah, wherever we go, and what whatever we do, for example, oh. like in 2014, right after my AFCC license, and I was lucky enough, like Eddie, uh, Stephen called me up and bring me to the team, lah. But actually, I started as a kid man, <laughs> kid man for oh. Stephen. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I actually started as a kid man slash coach, lah, and then, uh, yeah, and then slowly, uh, so we give the task to my, the yeah. coach, lah. Yeah, and then most of people here, they say like, "Ah, apa izat tahu lah." Like, I'm I'm still very young, and I don't deserve to be at the FA lah like that. But yep, I I don't need to prove them. I just show, I just do my work lah, and then slowly people start to open up their eyes and all lah. Oh my god! Uh, Actually, yeah, uh, uh-huh. if if it wasn't for izat as the As our mentor lah, other than Coach Stephen, Coach Stephen was absolutely. I think from from our talk, you can hear that all of us got big respect for Coach Stephen lah. Yeah. Ad, right. Other other than that, I think like for Izat during my time there, I think if he wasn't he wasn't the liaison party between the coaches and the instructors, I think it would be a bit more challenging for me. But he he helped make it better in in terms of understanding and how we should prepare. So I think at, at least as a outsider to any potential uh, coaches that that is going to learn from uh, either Eddie or Isa. I think honestly, these these two people are, are awesome people that you can learn from. Uh, and there's no harm in being a little humble to learn. You got to be humble to learn. Ah. Uh. That, that's correct, just the yeah. basis of of everything. Correct, correct. Okay, now uh, I want to move on to a more personal thing. Uh, since we're talking about EFCC, right? Uh, like honestly, first we start with Eddie. Uh, Eddie, when when you saw me, uh, 
there what was your first impression well i thought that you know you're a smart guy so i think that you you will do well in the course but yeah i oh, think we are only, uh, only we, positive we, thoughts we, uh. you don't have like hey apa siya this singaporean what the hell is he doing here no not not really because i was i was also like maybe new like you so i was really fresh green so i don't know anything i i i, I mean in terms of coaching i'm a teacher of course i can teach but football is just a passion before but now it's uh, more like uh you, re- you really sleep 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 wake up everything is football Eat, so sleep and breathe football lah. yeah so so first time when we 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 know each other and colleagues that batch so i think it was um the first impression is always that we know that uh oh, most of singaporeans are they are very you know energetic they are smart so that's the that's the first impression so, <laughs> so I, i'm happy that we have uh i'm happy that we have uh, at, at least one one foreigners that you know we can mingle with so we can learn with each other and for me the good thing is that we also have uh you know new friends because makes a thing more interesting yeah Okay, how about uh, how about is that is that? For me, I actually Be- because I because around. like like uh sorry like because you saw myself and then before me got one more batch that were they had Singaporeans right? Yeah, from second year. Hmm. So what what were your opinion about about these two sets of Singaporeans? Um, I couldn't remember who are uh, the the previous one. But for me, <laughs> but for me, <laughs> I I actually love uh being around with the foreigners lah, and I love uh helping them out because personally, for me, I also learn uh especially from foreigners from you, Singaporean and others, Indonesian and all because uh the the environment in Brunei and other countries is different. So, and I was actually surprised with you, macam. You're young and you are brave enough to come to Brunei to take the sea license and all. And yeah, for me, I don't have any like bad impression or uh anything like that. But I just I just I know lah. Salute you that you uh brani to come over to Brunei, a small country. Uh, maybe football is uh, low, but yeah. <laughs> Ah no! Ah, uh, uh, thanks for all the kind words. Ah, uh. uh, the only brave thing I did was for the coaching license. Uh, and I don't share this a lot. Ah, uh, is actually I I I was working full time at this uh with a government organization, mm-hmm. but I totally don't like don't like the every day like go to work like very boring lah. Now I was like ah you know what, I don't care. I'm gonna quit. There's this opportunity to take this coaching license so. Why not? I just ah, jam only lah. We think about the so consequences quit, later. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, I quit. Wow. I quit. I think I gave two weeks notice. Then I was like, oh. uh, once the things all confirmed with uh the NFABD side, they say okay, we reserve your slot ready. Uh, you just make payment uh when you arrive. Now like okay, I tender. Then I just all right. Uh, this job. It was, I think, it was uh, not bad paying job for a diploma holder lah. So for like Singapore diploma holder, I think that time about two thousand three. Yeah, then I was mm-hmm. like, ah, whatever lah. Uh, 
I I don't think I'll be doing this for the rest of my life anyway. Boring as hell. Uh, then I just like, ah, uh, quit ah, quit ah, whatever ah. Then I just like, okay lah, let let's go overseas and see where this uh adventure takes us lah. And firstly, the adventure took me to Brunei, somewhere I had a uh, affinity with because uh I came to Brunei as a secondary secondary school student. Then I only got good memories of of that place lah. One one of it being uh, I I think it was a school trip. Then we went to the Kelongs and 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 uh, the houses lah. Then and the university and all that. So it was fantastic. Then also uh, it it was yeah lah. It was just a gamble lah. But it was a worthy gamble because clearly I uh meet three. New friends since 2016 we've been uh, keeping in touch, and I think that's pretty amazing. Ah, uh. yeah, 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 yeah. The the only surprising thing is the environment because, uh, when I found out that Coach Stephen was our instructor, I was like, okay, ah, uh, this guy is Singaporean. So first day, uh, I think it was the first uh lesson, first practical lesson that we had. Uh, I think the reporting time was nine o'clock. I came at eight forty-five. Now I was like, "Oh I shit!" I think it was quite early. We as we are doing a practical session, something to do with warm up. We have to come before seven, is it, and collect our kids? Is I'm it? Is sick. it? Is it? Was it seven? Yeah, yeah. I remember it was very early. Because I remember two of two of our colleagues are late. You know, <laughs> remember Aman and uh, uh, this. <laughs> Two of them are late. I'm not mistaken, yeah. No, Aman, uh, Mafazi. Uh, yeah, they are, they were yeah, late, right? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I remember because this one was very shocking to me. Because Coach Stephen Singaporean, so I I came down. Uh, if like Eddie said it was seven plus, uh, let's say it was we. I think we supposed to start at eight, not nine. Then seven forty five, I was there already because uh, Eddie. I think Eddie picked me up. I. First day we haven't, we haven't. Oh oh, I I walked there. I remember I I took a fucking I mean, long yeah. walk. Yeah, I I walked from the uh from the uh rest house to an FABD. Yeah, correct, correct. Then, yes, correct, correct, correct. Uh, I walked there. I reached at 7:45, all tired and shit. Then I was like, okay, ah, uh, we're going to start soon. Then I was like, eh, where's everybody? Like only I think we had a group of 20 people, right? <laughs> Yeah. We okay. had less, quite less actually, less than 15. I think we got, okay, we got about 15 for a total group. And then when I was there, only five people were there. Then I was like, oh, okay, shit. Where's everybody's, yeah? Where's the, this one? Then, then uh, I keep quiet. Then I was like, okay, uh, first date, want to say anything. Like, silently I was judging because I know the coach Singaporean. Then coach Stephen came. Then it was just me, Eddie, Izzat, uh, Richard, I think. And uh, a few others lah. Then like, okay, nobody else. Then then I see co- uh, Coach Stephen. Then I was like, uh, he first he said, okay, we don't start until everybody get here. Then I was like, okay. Then slowly time tick 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 tick. Then suddenly eight o'clock. Then I'm like, the fuck? Where's everybody here? Yeah. Then slowly I see Coach Stephen the face lah, like, getting uh, uh blacker and blacker. Like dude, getting more angry lah. Like, oh fuck, that's it lah. First day we're gonna get scolded upside down, inside out. Because this this is the standard. If in Singapore, sure, kana already, but we probably get uh fuck uh, well, fuck left right center already. 
Wait and wait and wait there. Oh my god, this this doesn't suck. Then this at I think 8:15, 8:20, I think the rest slowly start coming in. Then by 8:30, the last I remember this one, the last I, I don't want to say the name. Uh, the last batch came in. Uh, last three gentlemen came in. They came in eh, like, hey guys, good morning. How are you? Wow, very good start. Ah. They are like, dude, the fuck, shut up. I know who. Is the is the one of the students that found it challenging lah. Uh, let's just put it uh, at that. Uh, yeah. Then he came there like, oh fuck, we're gonna get scolded now. Then after that, Coach Stephen, okay, now then we start there like, eh, we not getting scolded ah. Why ah? Not yet, not yet. <laughs> What? You don't have no. Then after that, we went to to do all our drills and all that. Then after that, I was like, eh, why ah? Ah, I uh, found some time to ask Coach Stephen after. I think after the entire thing over, then I asked him, hey, Coach, you remember that time we did uh, our first training session together? How can you never school us? Uh? Then he was like, oh, because you cannot put your standards to them. Lah. You have to adapt to the culture there. And the culture there, the timing is not as uh, strict as in Singapore Like in in the army lah, so you got right, to learn, right, or right. else you you can never you can never work with these people, and and that's not what you want lah. You want to create an environment that, uh, people learn to respect the time, but at the same time you don't be too hard on them when it's not it's not how they are, it's not their environment lah. So I thought that was right. wow, that was very interesting. <laughs> it's a it's a it's it's a cultural thing actually. So. Even even uh, you know we make a joke sort of it. If 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 you <laughs> you ask your friend to come at eight, they will come at eight thirty. So when you when you promise somebody, you have to make that adjustment. It's a automatic. <laughs> cultural <la. laughs> <laughs> It's a cultural thing. <laughs> Busy. <laughs> yeah, that that that's one of the. I think that's one of the more memorable ones. Uh. Other than that is, uh. Is 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 us learning things together also with the the under they they now what under 18s right that that team yeah yeah, yeah under 18 yeah under 18 under 19 yeah see now they under 18 under 19 that time they under 15 they all yeah. still very cute ah uh. then I remember they all yeah, keep yeah, making yeah. they all keep making fun of me <laughs> bloody idiots all. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, so funny. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, then right now to the next question that I have, right? Ah, uh, for Izat and for Eddie, the question is, why did you take your license? As in, okay, this is going to sound very harsh because I think based on what I I've seen lah, in Singapore and in Brunei, the odds of you making it as a coach as a career is actually very. Very challenging is understatement lah. It is practically useless lah. Some people would say, <coughs> but yeah. why? Why did you guys choose to do this? Uh, especially like uh, people like uh, Izat who don't have any other alternate alternative career. Uh, why not we start with Eddie first because Eddie is like me. We have full time jobs, but at the same time, on our part, uh, on the side lah, we do uh, coaching or at least I used to do it. Now I I stop doing it because. Uh, in Singapore, the challenges to buy a house, like 
yeah. doesn't make doesn't make sense for me to be I I need a proper full time job for me to be able to yeah. buy a house. So like for Eddie, uh, we start with Eddie first. Why why did you decide to do this and what keeps you going? Actually, funny story is that I joined the coaching. The I did I I did ask an FBD before that when are they going to do the next coaching course? I think it was 2014. I did send an email, but I did not take it seriously. But then suddenly in 2016, Richard asked me to to join the the C course, so I joined. So then uh, everything kick off lah. But the the reason why I Decided to take the BA now because for me, uh, football is not just a passion. But I think I want to do something after I let's say I retire at fifty. Let's say something. Like that. So I want still to be active. I want to be involved in football. So then, Brunei football is different from other study session, right? So like. You can't find a full-time coaching job. You have to do a bit of part-time, and it, it the pay is not that great compared to compared to the others. But you, the good thing is that you that experience so is very valuable. So especially that if you're lucky enough to join the FA, uh, you get the chance to represent your country. So for me, that is the plus thing. So uh, that is the thing that keeps me going. So plus, you no, know, still young. I'm still willing to learn everything. It's the it's the thing that keep my mind, you know, keep keep sharp. Uh, yeah, yeah, keep it sharp because football. Everything I think is football. Even uh, I I'm playing FPL, you know, watch the Premier League. Everything <laughs> is very very cognitively. My mind is always analyzing about football. <laughs> uh, yeah lah, yeah lah. It's, it's it's something that I I agree with, and uh, sadly I don't do more. But that's also why I started uh bus talks lah. So I can just you know, hopefully spend my the rest of my life talking about football and maybe down the down the line. Uh, who knows? Uh, get get paid ah. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Okay, how how about uh Izat Izat? Because Izat uh is clearly on a different level. Uh, he yeah. he's working uh, on it as a full time full timer. Yes, I'm a full timer in NFBD. So basically, I actually don't wanna join this uh, AFC. But uh, it was actually in 2012, uh, I think. My dad asked me to join a AFC C course in KK Sabah. But then I'm like, uh, no, I'm not ready to be a coach because. At some point, uh, I grow up as a footballer in a football family. So every Friday and Sunday, I play football. Lah. So when I become teenager, then I'm like, eh, I'm gonna stop football. I fed up with football already, like that lah. And then suddenly, my dad, like in 2014, he said, like Izad and my brother, lah, Ayai, uh, both of you join this AFCC. And then I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to join. And then he forced me. Actually, he forced me to join. Whoa. So he said like, yeah, he said like, oh, this Friday the course will start, for example, eh? And then I'm like, uh, I told my brother, I said, okay lah, uh, let's do this for him. Let's make him happy for once. And then uh, I told my brother, I think uh, it's going to be easy lah, because we have this background, football background, and then 
uh, we've been coaching voluntarily in our academy project at Gusu and all. Then um, then I started in 2014. I took my C and then I'm like, oh, this shit is hard. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't expect it to be this hard. <laughs> so <clears throat> and then after the when I took my C and then I was like okay I give this commitment lah and then so did, uh, I see my my dad is getting happier lah to see me involved in football and be because my dad is actually a coach as well he's a big name in Brunei as well so uh-huh. yeah he's a big name Uh, and then in 2014 after my course though, like Coach Stephen offered me, right? And then I'm like, okay. He offered me to FA. And then I'm like, okay. It's a normal offer. I didn't expect it was like a big offer, actually. It was FA, right? So I'm like, okay, is this offer? And then suddenly I look at it and I'm oh, this is going to be good. Uh, football in Brunei going to be better. So uh, I'm very happy to be part of it. Lah. And then slowly, slowly, I'm like, oh, I love football now. <laughs> I'm, I... Getting more focused, and then I put my commitment to it, lah. And then, yeah, here I am. And the uh, rest, the as they say, is history, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, first time I hear somebody kind of forced into football coaching. This <laughs> different, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's very different, is it? Yeah, I don't want to be a coach actually. I just want to be a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand, man. Don't be, don't be cockroach. Be a coach. <laughs> <laughs> eh, but but since you put uh you shared the story this way right initially right what what is what was your career choice that you had in mind other than being a cockroach ah? <laughs> <laughs> actually uh, my previous job was actually part of the film industry um actually an actor and I also part of entertainment famous, ah. so, famous guy uh, so, famous so, guy. <laughs> I know you for four years. This is the first time I'm hearing of this acting job. To be fair, I never asked him uh, before, lah. Cause uh, yeah. uh, my only impression is is that equals to coaching. Hey, ni acting ni. What's what's the story? What's the story behind this, bro? <laughs> no, actually, I after my college years, I internship do internship in this one of the film industry. Uh, no lah, film production, uh. which is a uh, regal blue regal blue production, and then. We do uh, movies and dramas and all. So I was part of it and I act in it also. And I was actually a dancer before. <laughs> oh, lama. All the secrets coming out. Dancer lah. <laughs> abe, abe, abe. And then after that, baru lah jadi uh, football coach lah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm more to entertainment ano lah, industry actually. So so why you, why you give up the acting and dancing? Is it uh, oh like you say lah is to make your dad happy lah do do the coaching. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I give up on that and I focus on coaching because I know this will make my dad happy lah. Oh because all these years yeah, all these years I'm a very naughty uh son. I fail uh, I fell in studies <laughs> and all. So I think this is one of the way lah to make him happy. So here I am. Hopefully he's happy. <laughs> I think he'll be very happy lah. Uh, from from the rise that I see uh, of Izad and and the way he coaches uh, his players and also his fellow, like he mentioned, he was uh, he's now uh, official uh, instructor. 
I think everybody will benefit from him. And honestly, during their during my time there, when they were saying about how they want to make Brunei football better, uh, I I honestly believe they need because I see potential in especially in the under fifteen uh, group that I was with. Uh, they're under eighteen, under nineteen now, and honestly, I I felt like okay, this group can achieve something, and they did right in the yeah. AFF uh youth championships, right? Yeah, both AFF and AFC actually. Yeah, I I remember that. Uh, this this is a bit sad lah, but uh, I felt more pride in them winning that one game than any of uh Singapore's achievement uh, because I was part of the setup. Uh. <laughs> 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 so I think it was the three two win against uh Cambodia ke Laos eh. Uh, we won against Cambodia. Cambodia also, right? Yeah, and then. In FC, we won against Macau and what? Eddie? Hong Kong? Ah? We won against, yeah, Hong, Hong Kong. We, it's actually, uh, we almost qualified for the FC under 16s, but luckily we, we are unlucky that our second game, we lose one, two, two one, one against, two one. against uh, Taiwan. And Taiwan. But the last game, we were, we won two one. We were playing with 10 men. We were behind 1-0. So we managed to get 1-1. And then final five minutes, we managed to score a goal. So it was, to, to us, it was like, a, you know, like a winning a World Cup. You know, the feeling is, <coughs> the feeling is very different, different. Because for me, uh, it was an amazing experience. It will, it will be... For me, it's like uh, one of the best highlight highlight moment in my football foot, football career, football life for me. Still, uh, yeah. No shit. Uh, when they because during that time when they were, I think it was the under under sixteen or under seventeen competition. Uh, the one uh, the one I'm specifically talking about is the three two win against uh Cambodia. Uh, I remember. Uh, I asked. Uh, both Eddie and Izzat during that time like hey when's the next competition you're going I remember there's one coming soon then they say okay this this is the time period lah then I saw I saw the game uh, didn't see it in real time I saw the results and I was like oh my god Brunei Brunei uh, won this one and I saw the highlights and I was like oh I'm so happy for uh, Brunei <laughs> football so happy for the boys because uh, when when we did the drills and training together I was like alright this group will go on to achieve something. Brunei's football is on the upwards. And uh, lo and behold, it actually happened. Brunei even win S-League at, at one point. I think one of the years, uh, a few years ago, they won S-League. So, you know, it shows that there's development. And of course, this is specifically to... And I felt happy for them because during all this, there are still... Uh, uh, I still hear shit that... that both Eddie uh, and Izzat uh, and NFABD in general. Uh, I still hear people say, oh, uh, all these people don't know what they're doing. Uh, they're making plans without uh, knowing what is the proper football. But then, you know, results show on the international stage and that's that's all you got to say. And like Izzat said, lah, you don't have to prove anything. You just do your work and let the results speak for itself. And this is, to me, is damn fantastic that, you know, they they manage those three historical results for Brunei in football lah. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, mm. okay. 
So now uh, Izzat actually says all this right He like naughty lah What lah Then suddenly come out all his his acting and dancing uh, career uh, This is not an official uh, promo But uh, and I think his, comp- uh, his, what, his, little, his business is doing well uh, But Izzat also has a little business uh, Little is a bit rude uh, I think he's actually doing very very well His business uh, What is it? Rocket, Rocket Move is it? Yeah, yeah, Rocket Move. It's yeah. a it's a new it's a new brand in Brunei. Um, uh, it started in August. Yeah, August. Yeah, we just launched in August. I just started a Rocket Move brand, which is we sell a sleek bag and multifunctional bag lah. And also coming up will be uh tires and all. But yeah, uh, I have two actually two business, which is Rocket Move and another one is Exortif. Uh, it's a bag. Business as well, so both like that lah. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So where can we find you if if you want to find Rocket Move? And do you ship overseas? No, is that? Uh, at the moment, uh, we don't ship overseas. Uh, but we are planning to because uh, we have uh other customers asking as well from USA, Singapore, and Indonesia, and also Malaysia. We are currently uh in process of doing that, and you can find us on Instagram, which is uh Rocket Move. Uh, official, and also we have an official website which is uh, www.rocketmoveofficial.com. Uh, uh, this is for all our listeners of Bus Talk. So if you ever uh, want to buy, uh, I I really think uh, it's a good bag. One of the marketing styles was actually quite interesting to me. It, it caught my attention lah. I was like, oh shit, this is so smart. Uh, where Izzat basically uh, I think because he's, the special thing about his Rocket Move uh, bags uh, uh, it might not apply to all the bags but the one I remember was the sling bag uh, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong uh, uh, is the sling bag where it's uh, actually two coloured so they're reversible that's the highlight of the of the bag so on one side it'll be black colour then if you just flip it inside and out it'll be red colour so what is, uh, uh, Rocket Move did at, you know, to me is got them brilliant is that uh, usually uh, the uh, uh, based on that story is his customers ordered black color but he sent to them uh, the packaging it was uh, the inverse red color <laughs> then, then they all like hey uh, I think you sent me the wrong order uh, I didn't order red I ordered black then is that just drop them a nice message and say oh actually this is uh, the special part of our bag lah uh, we are okay. it's dual color it's reversible you can choose whether you want red or you want uh, the order uh, thing that you ordered lah, which is black you can yeah. just invert it inside out and yeah hopefully our little uh, shout out to Rocket Move will help him prosper even more lah. Yeah. alright uh, we have been talking a lot about our different uh takes on, on football and whatnot. So why not we close it with uh, hopes for yourself and for your country, especially for your country? Teddy, you may start. <laughs> uh, I think now, football scene in Brunei is uh, slowly we, we gaining momentum, but unfortunately because of everything, we've uh, we bit of stuck. But I hope the uh, so you know that now we have a new technical uh, director. We have uh, Mr. Sibaji from Singapore with us. So we hope another Singaporean. Uh, yeah, 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 another Singaporean. And we also 
managed to get uh, experience, uh, legendary K. Rajagopal as our national coach. So hopefully that the future for Brunei will be bright. And as a, as a coach, as a young coach, I was, uh, I, I'm really hopeful that I can help the national team to produce uh, as many places as we can for the, for the country. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, uh, how yeah, about man. our legendary uh, mentor, Mr. Izzat? <laughs> uh, well, uh, not much. Uh, for me, uh, I'm very looking forward to work with um, Keraja Gopal and Sivaji as well. See, I, you know, Sivaji has been helping me so much because I'm the head of youth development in NFABD and he's my technical director. So he's my boss, lad, basically. So he helped me a lot. He... He guided me a lot of things, and for Brunei football, uh, for ASEAN country, better watch out, lah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially Singapore, especially Singapore. <laughs> I, uh, honestly, I I think you can overtake Singapore very soon. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to work with Keraja Gopal as well because um, uh, I will be working at the under 23 as a head coach. And also, I will bring AD as well to be my my team in my team. So we're looking forward. We're looking forward uh, to what will happen next lah for Brunei football. As we will have a new um, technical center in NFBD. Wow. So it's under un, under construction right now. So we're looking forward. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So uh. Uh. That's all very uh fine and dandy, right? But is that? Uh-huh. When when are you going to hire me as a as a coach? I've been waiting to get my <laughs> B and A, you know. <laughs> when when are you available? Because I have uh, another job opportunity for you, which is to come sapula. To come sapula, eh? If it's for an FABD, ah, eh? If if it's a starting point, I will I will be willing to learn, ah. Eh, janji yeah, kau gaji, ah, bro. Yeah, eh, because I started as a kitman and a medic, so why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> God damn. Ah, uh, yeah. So, hopefully, ah, uh, uh, I actually got like, ah, uh, hopes of going back to Brunei to continue my uh, coaching journey, lah. Because in Singapore, if it's sad to say, lah, if you're not in the system, then you can never be in the system, lah. Or you have to find a very long way to get into the system. Ah, uh, so hopefully, if is that ever. Has a spot open, ah, uh, uh, please do consider me. Ah, uh, uh, and of course to Brunei and um, Brunei football. I hope you guys get better and better. And I, I think with Izad and Eddie, ah, uh, in in the works, and hopefully with the backing of ah, uh, whichever important people you need, ah, uh, you guys are heading the right direction. I think. The project Tembusu so was was a wonderful initiative. Uh, the facilities is getting better, and hopefully we see uh, better results in uh, in the near future. Yep. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I think that that brings us to the end. Uh, let's keep in touch, guys. Uh, then if you ever want to come back on bus talks, you know, uh, feel free to just drop me a text. Uh, if not, sure. Sure. Uh, sure. Take care and uh, oh yeah, yours will be the what's this? Uh, yours will be the last uh, 2020 podcast that I, I sent out. So oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> hopefully your your 2020 has been uh, somewhat 
okay in in a very <laughs> shitty year and <laughs> the best of luck for you guys in 2021 i hope you achieve everything and uh, yeah. you stay safe lah ha? yeah, yeah, you too bro you too bro happy new year bud yeah happy yeah. happy new year to you guys, uh, to you too guys uh, happy new year to uh, brunei bruneians uh, and all of brunei so uh, Uh, this one not not shy ah. Uh. Hey, please ah, uh, share your friends ah. Uh. Hey, no worries. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. We have a good friends. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Right, thank you. Okay, bye. 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 bye.